Hey everyone, welcome to episode 29 of Student Radio Stories. This episode includes an interview with Bill Shaw. Bill teaches journalism and media, specialising in radio and podcasting. In this episode, Bill talks about his time in student radio and his work in the radio and podcasting industry. Bill also has his own storytelling podcast, which you can listen to on podcastplus.libson.com. That's podcastplus.libsyn.com. Let's get into the interview and hear more from Bill. So I'm here with Bill Shaw. So Bill, what is your current job now? Uh, I teach. Um, I teach in the journalism department at a couple of colleges. Uh, my specialism is radio and podcasting, but uh, in teaching you end up doing all sorts of things. So I'm actually teaching shorthand at the moment. So where did your interest in radio begin? I think this goes back to when I was at school. Someone had put together a small radio transmitter which would probably be illegal, but I I was just impressed with how small it was and how simple it seemed. And when I was choosing a university, one reason I chose Sussex was because it had a student radio station and I got stuck in there. So I understand you make storytelling podcasts around a range of different topics, your latest episode surrounding a Black Lives Matter demonstration. For the listeners of the podcast, explain what your podcast episodes are about. The storytelling thing is um, that there's no presenter. So all you hear is from the people involved and sound effects, background noise, that sort of thing. It's a technique that's not often used. Um, There is a program on Radio 4 at the moment called Soul Music that uses this technique. But it's not often used. It's a bit trickier to do. You you imagine as an interviewer, doing an interview and then cutting out your questions how does the interview still make sense um so you have to tell people when you're interviewing them could you just summarize my question in your answer and, and there's a bit more uh, editing involved um but it can work very well so that's the technique i've been concentrating on in recent podcasts uh i've made one about street bastards sometimes you go out the back yeah doing, doing the filter i know my name is Beverly. A couple of people in my church were street pastors and they were encouraging me to do it and I was coming up with all sorts of excuses why I, you know, I couldn't do the training, I was too busy, etc. And they said, no, 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 but it's 12 weeks, it's fine, you can do that. And I thought, yeah, but Friday nights, and that's only once a month and just, you know. So they kept saying, well, not, what's the next excuse, what's the next excuse? And then I realised I really didn't have enough to do the training and then to give up one Friday night a month to come out on the streets. It wasn't um, that much of an effort. So I I signed up and the irony is that the week I signed up was the weeks that they had the riots in Woolwich. And so friends were saying, oh, you've changed your mind, obviously, you're not going to do it now. And it was just, um, I need to do it even more. I've made one about a group of Christians to get together to write code to help charities. That was the most complex thing I've ever done. So, yeah, that's the format I'm using at the moment. So how do you choose the topics for your podcast? Is it just what interests you or things going on in your local area? It's a combination of what interests me and uh, the practicalities. Street Pastors took a 
a bit of time to arrange to go out uh, with street pastors. Uh, the one about the Christian coders, uh, this is where they got together for a weekend to do a hackathon. That was quite straightforward because I normally attend the hackathon myself anyway. So it was just a matter of saying, you know, it's okay to make a podcast. So my name's Ian Fogg. I'm Senior Systems Developer at Christians Against Poverty. Things go wrong, don't they? Things go wrong for people like you and me, people like Neville, who's a cap client here. Christians Against Poverty is a charity that was birthed over 20 years ago now by, by one man, John Kirkby, whose, whose story was he worked in the financial industry but still managed to, uh, to get into crippling debt. And so after he learned how to solve his own problems, he was passionate about taking those skills he'd learned and reaching out to be able to make a difference to others. And we would love to see some projects coming out of this that actually can make a real difference to helping churches to serve and include the poor, um, helping churches to, to be able to make a real difference to people who often are in such crisis. From, you know, below the, the head of our, just, yeah. you know, what what do they see? How are they invited into the website right. at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, and and encouraged to yeah. go to go down? I see, and also like inconsistency. The Black Lives Matter uh, demonstration I was going to anyway, so I thought I'll take my recorder along. So, what do you enjoy about radio and podcasting? It's wonderfully creative. Um, you can put together a podcast yourself and when I'm teaching radio and podcasting I I say uh, radio uses the imagination and so with a well-written script with possibly a bit of music some sound effects you can take the listener in their imagination anywhere at any time the best example I give of this is the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy I suggest anyone interested in, in radio listens to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy because it is quite extraordinary how um, how that was done and you are taken to the restaurant at the end of the universe and all sorts of places. Uh, yeah, um, it, that's a good illustration of how radio can use the imagination. So, I mean, as a teacher of radio and podcasting, do you have any tips for people that might want to get into the radio industry? I would, while you're studying, get get the best qualification you can but use the time to build contacts. Um, you should find your university or college already has contacts with local radio stations. And get any experience you can. A local radio station might well need someone to answer the phones, for example. Just get in any way you can, get to know people, get to be known by people. And that'll give you very good experience when it comes to actually applying. So what previous jobs have you had relating to the radio industry? Well, in terms of uh, paid employment, what happened was I ended up doing a postgraduate diploma in radio journalism and then started working at my local BBC radio station, which was Radio Solent. I was uh, living in Southampton at the time. And I worked there and at BBC Wiltshire Sounds and at Dorset FM. I also did some work for the BBC World Service, Um, again through contacts, people I knew were working for the World Service, they needed someone in Southampton, 
my first work for the World Service was for calling the Falklands. Uh, and the Falklands um, it, it is lots of islands. Um, and there was a boat show in Southampton, so I was asked to get down and do a piece about the boat show. So yes, ended up doing some work for the World Service. And the way I uh, ended up working for the Dutch World Service, I was on holiday uh, in the Netherlands and basically kept phoning them until they said, yeah, all right, come on in. <laughs> and again, developed a contact uh, and ended up working for their science program. I then had two years as a, a reporter and newsreader at BBC Northampton. Um, so yeah, that's uh, I did some work for commercial radio as well. Um, so yeah, that's uh, basically how I got started in radio and my radio experience. What previous roles have you had relating to podcasting? I've been podcasting what a couple of years now that's really been my podcasting experience but what i what i think is great about podcasting um is you don't have to be working for a radio station for people to be able to hear your material you can just make it put it online uh, and it's available so i write the scripts i do the interview i do present occasionally i produce i edit uh, yeah, I put it all together. So what made you want to get involved in student radio? I think I just love the idea uh, of how simple radio is. Um, and that makes it a very flexible medium. And you can try out all sorts of things. So I was in a, a wide variety of roles. Um, I, I was a presenter. I was a producer. Um, and that's uh, both of uh, music and discussion programming. And there's a lot of freedom in student radio to experiment, to try new things. Well, at least there certainly was when I was in student radio. I hope that's still the case. So you could try your hand at all sorts of things and learn a great deal. Um, so, yeah, basically, I, I spent my time at the student radio station and did my degree in my spare time. So it sounds like, yeah, there is still a lot of freedom in student radio to do what you want to do. I guess it's that point before you go into the radio industry and it gets a bit more sick that you can sort of experiment with different ideas that you have. Yes, once you're on BBC or commercial local radio, um, you're um, restricted by law, for example. Um, because student radio is limited to the student population um you 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 could i think you could say things on the student radio that you wouldn't be allowed to say on broad uh, on, on more widely broadcast radio though it would still be good practice to to know what the law is um so that when you end up in radio you 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 have that grounding yeah so as i say i think there is more freedom um the other thing is you can pretty much do your own thing um, whereas on a local radio station or um, you would have to get your idea agreed by a manager before you could uh, go ahead and do it. So yeah, great place to experiment, try things out. Yeah, what involvement did you have in your student station? I started as, as the technical manager, so trying to keep the thing on air, which, which was an interesting experience. Could Various people had added bits and pieces 
in previous years and it hadn't been written up. So <laughs> something went wrong, you had to try and figure out how it was supposed to work in the first place. So yeah, th that was the main thing in, in terms of sort of a formal um, place on the, on the student radio station. Uh, but otherwise, just as a, a presenter and producer of radio programmes from then on. What were some of your highlights from your time in student radio? Um, one that does come to mind was winning Best Speech Programme. Um, the station, this is Radio Farmer at Sussex University, um, decided to have some awards and uh, various categories like Best Speech Programme, Best Presenter, that sort of thing, uh, Best Music Programme. And they actually made an evening of it and we were supposed to dress up and uh, the, the awards presented. I was presenting the Christian Unions programme at the time. And looking back on it, it wasn't a very good programme. It was basically myself and a co-presenter talking for half an hour. It's not a format I would use now. But on the night, we won Best Speech programme. And, and I, I was amazed. So that, that was a highlight. And I, I think being able to develop a programme from there. So I, I thought to myself, actually, people aren't really interested in listening to people talking, but they will listen to a discussion. So we changed the format and we get a Christian in, you know, someone from the Christian Union. And we get a student who wasn't a Christian and basically get them to talk to each other. Um, we play a bit of music so that it wasn't, wasn't all speech. But I, I think that ended up as a very good format. So being able to develop that format again, that was a highlight. And finally, what advice would you give to people currently in student radio that are interested in a career in the radio industry? Work at your degree. Um, I think I made a mistake in basically ignoring my degree. It will be helpful if um, when you approach uh, radio stations for employment, you do have a good degree, be it English history, politics, whatever, a developmental psychology in my case. So do work at your degree, get a range of experience at the student radio station. Um, I think get some management experience as well. And otherwise, use the contacts that either the student radio station or your college or university will have with um, local radio stations and volunteer at those local radio stations. And um, if you can apply for a job with all that behind you, with a good degree, experience of student radio, uh, an experience of um, local radio as well, um, you, you'll be in a very strong position. Well, thank you, Bill, for talking to me about your radio and student radio experiences. Well, thank you, Kate. Thank you again, Bill, for talking to me on the podcast. If you are interested in Bill's work, then you can listen to his podcast on podcastplus.libsyn.com. That's podcastplus.libsyn.com. Stay tuned for more student radio stories to come. Bye, everyone. Bye.